And a hocus pocus basically was cute if you don't think too into it and you don't dissect, then cute, cute. That's all I got for you. got to review Hocus Pocus 2 and Courtney and I watched it and let's just go through like all categories cast all right I thought the girls the women reprising their role was the best part of the movie you know watching them uh do their thing get back into that groove they they sound, they look like they have fun together you know doing their uh just getting back into the characters what did you think I mean, yeah, I thought they were good, like like they were last time, but nothing like I feel like nothing stood out too much, and maybe it's just because they didn't have as much of a role as like the young girls, right, so I wasn't like I wasn't like, oh yeah, I don't know, I didn't like get all excited about it for them for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I was excited about it, but it was like that was the best wow. part of the movie to me because everything else was was just uh, phoned in, lazy writing, um, and 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 to your point, like it it their roles weren't that exciting because the writing they had nothing to go off of. Yeah, it's you know? true. I mean, spoiler alert! Like I feel like the. Go ahead. I just feel like the the funniest, well, like scene wise, like them in the um, like the Walgreens or whatever, was right. probably the best part for them, right? Um, and the like unique part because they're discovering these products that weren't there before, um, and then like, isn't it Winnie? The one with the crooked mouth, is that her name? She, like, farted as she walked in. <laughs> yeah. And that's what stood out to me. Like Courtney saw that. Like, I didn't even funny. see that. Yeah. Even yeah. Becca was like, did you see when she pooted? <laughs> did you notice she pooted? I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was, like, the funniest part to me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, like, other, other, like, here, the story basically is... These three friends who used to do like incantations in the backyard or in the woods, right? Because the town is like, you know, there's witch stories, folklore around the town. So they're they're into that stuff as kids. They fall into uh, the world of the witches because they've come back to, to life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there's no connection to to the witches. Like, it's not like they're they're a descendant of the witch. I, we don't even know. Like, the main girl gets powers, and we don't even know how. This it's is never true. Even explained. <laughs> yeah. So you don't really care for the girl. Like the you know. There's nothing there to be yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool why she got the powers. She's also a witch because of this, this, and this. It's just, no, she just has powers. And, yeah, that's true. And then and then the witches then, come back to what? 
destroy the townspeople again? Yeah, like take over the town, like the dude that owns the magic shop, like yeah. he was, and he didn't really have a motive other than he was just like obsessed with them, right? I mean, he just right or. I don't know, like, if he had a reason other than he just liked yeah. the witches and was obsessed with it, there. If he had another reason, He's talking about the uh, the guy that owned the shop. Him. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that owned the shop. He was just obsessed with them. He had all this, all these books. Yeah. Oh, he had their book. Um. Yeah. But when they came back, they were going after the preacher of the town. The descendant of yeah the preacher yes and they sent all the townspeople after him and then when they found him they just touched him and stopped remember that yeah yeah he was trying to get that uh that covered apple <laughs> that yeah. candied apple and yeah, they all touch funny. him and then they're like oh what are we doing oh never mind so it was it was very confusing as to what was actually going on, and then the random musical numbers. That was strange. That was awkward. Yeah, it's like oh. what what story are we telling here? Because like the first like when they were first brought back in the woods and they started singing, I was like embarrassed. Yeah. Like I was watching it with mom, and I'm like, I feel like I had to like almost be like mom it's just close your eyes this is embarrassing i got yeah. i just it, like i know i, I asked then, you to watch this with me but like for, don't watch this part because this is embarrassing. yeah because I, I didn't sign up for this part either and then when they're singing i'm thinking the whole time why are they singing a number when they just brought back were brought back and then all of a sudden they literally knew the writers it's like the writers knew they needed to make a reason and so the one girl's like wait why are they singing and then all of a sudden one appears and was like we're singing to you and it's like eh, that was terrible yeah it's not much motivation no yeah and then so the know. witches are going around the town and they're trying to find that preacher don't know where the townspeople ended up do we i mean they're just dancing like thriller yeah in the street right and then they're like oh well they're too slow we're gonna go find them ourselves <laughs> like yeah literally that's what they said and then on top of that, they're, they're they're trying to do this the most the all powerful spell or whatever to become the most powerful witch or something. Yeah. The whole movie that's what they're trying to do, and then they finally do it at the end, and the redheaded witch realizes that the 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 drawback to doing this spell is it takes away the the thing that you love the most which is her sisters. So her sisters disappear. And then it leaves her by herself. And then all of a sudden she turns into a good person. Yeah. That was the least believable part out of the whole movie because the, the character motivations just didn't make any sense because it's like, 
she's such a vindictive person. She's a witch, right? She's the bad guy, all right? Yeah. Her sisters have been killed because of this spell. Don't you think she'd want to just, she'd want to kill everybody in this town even more? Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. she has a change of heart. And she's like, you know what? It's nothing without my sisters. So I'll just, I'll pass away too. Take me. Like, yeah, it wasn't believable because I kept waiting for her to like, you know, change back to being vindictive and evil. Like, it's, it's, clearly that's what she was from the beginning of the movie. They're showing her as a kid. Like, yeah. that's how she was. She was hateful. Like, right. And hateful to her sister. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I get that. Like, me and you, like, fight sometimes or argue or like we did when we were younger. But, like, I don't freaking, like, oh, <laughs> like, be like, oh, God, you're such a freaking idiot. Why do you even, why are you, why are you even exist? Um, oh, man, I love him. Why is he gonna die? Like, after I told him how, what a piece of shit he is like right it just doesn't make sense as a human like what <laughs> well, well you know what that is like that's the biggest gripe i have with disney movies now is the way they write characters isn't real it's yeah the motivations aren't real um uh but but honestly that's like a, a thing in like a lot of tv shows i'm watching now and it's not just Disney stuff, but it's other things as well. It's like, it's all about drama. And it's like, whatever creates the drama that we want. Instead of what the character would actually do. And yeah. that's, that's, that's really hard to write. I mean, that's, that's the difference between great writing and mediocre writing. Is like, making a character do something that that character would do. Not because it makes the story the ending you want, but because that's literally how this character would would do things. And these witches just weren't written correctly. Yeah. Well, and like, when you're just talking about Disney in general, like they've changed so much with their views. Like it's all about popularity and the Hollywood view of things. So it it isn't about making sense. It's right. about agendas, making everyone happy and political agendas and right. everything else. It's, yeah. And making everyone happy, meaning only uh, people who <laughs> think a certain way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then yeah. like, I kind of felt like the boyfriend in the movie, the dumb jock yeah. was pointless. Pointless. And I feel like the only reason he was in there was to be like, um, white male athletes are stupid and they hate females and we need to make them look really stupid as well. Like, yeah. let's throw in a character that makes 100%. 100%. Like, yeah, that's he, how was I felt. Actually, he was actually my favorite character. He was funny. Yeah, he was funny. Um, I just, I just liked him. Um, but he played that character well, the dumb mm -hmm. jock boyfriend. Uh, but I didn't agree, but I totally agree with, with what why? you said. Like, that's why they wrote him. And it's so, yeah. it's so 
it, one of the worst parts of the movie, and you, it it's everything Disney is like that this nowadays, and the Ring of Power is is going down this route too, where you're preaching. All, all your characters do is just preach to the audience. They might as well just do yeah. this. This is what we actually feel, and then and then go back into character. You know, because right. like that's like, what you're doing. You're not you're not talking to yeah. the character because like at this as a, at this point in the movie, um, the boyfriend had always been supportive of the friends. Mm. He's like, hey, aren't y'all gonna hang out in the woods and and you know do your seance thing? You know, whatever. That's it's not like he was making fun of them, but he it was just it wasn't yeah. his thing. It was weird to him, right? And so. Near the end. Being silly, uh, like, giving him a hard time, whatever. Right. And near the end, the uh, the woman, or the main girl is like, um, you, uh, you, should, uh, you shouldn't call it weird. And he was like, but it, it is weird. It's weird to me. And she's like, yeah. don't you understand that when you say something's weird, uh, you're being mean? Or... Uh, or something like that. You're being mean to someone. You're bullying or something. Yeah, you're like bullying that. or something yeah. like that. And he was like, "Oh Ooh. wow, I've got so many people to apologize to." And I'm like, "Yeah, that was what? so silly." I was like, "Things are weird God, to and- me because things are normal. You can't have normal without weird. Everything yeah. can't just be normal." Oh, okay. If if there's nothing weird to you, what are you a robot? You know, yeah. like, like, come on, like, things are normal and things are weird. You know, you can't have things are black, things are white, things are good, things are bad. You know, you you make yeah. a, a distinction between the two. You know, and it's like just because it's weird to you doesn't mean that you're making fun of someone for saying that it's weird. Right. Yeah, it's just like odd to you. Like, yeah, doesn't make sense to you in your brain, your lifestyle, or whatever. Like. Yeah. I could be like, Cody drinks kombucha, and I can't get with it. It tastes weird. Yeah. Well, you're 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 bullying kombucha, and you're making fun of kombucha, and also people who drink kombucha, and so you should you should say you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so silly. It's so yeah. silly. It's uh, it's such an easy way to virtue signal. Is to call people out like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? What's your? What do you really want to do? You just want to make me feel dumb. You want to make me feel like you're smarter than me, or or you're more you're more empathetic than me, or you're more moral than me. It's like, get over yourself. So that part in the movie was like totally ridiculous and uncalled for. But you know, yeah. And 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 this is this is even bigger, right? The whole. The whole relationship between the three the three friends is the main girl, right? Was was more of a friend with the other girl that was dating this guy, right? Who stopped hanging out with with the the, the group because she got a boyfriend. Yeah. At no point in the movie did they show why they were even friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like it's like what did they share that they they had so much fun doing that she was missing, that the main girl was missing to be so sad that they weren't friends anymore. 
They really yeah. never showed that because when the girl finally came back into the group at the very end to help them, she was clueless. Yeah. It's not like she was like super funny and like when she showed up, everybody had a, had like laughed more and stuff like that. Nothing changed when she showed up. So you're like, why do you like it's this true. girl? Why is this girl even a friend of yours? I thought they were yeah, going to go like, down the lesbian route. I Because it kind of felt that way at the very beginning. And I was like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just made these, these two girls lesbians. But they didn't. And then I'm like, okay, well, they're friends. But like, what is so interesting about this girl? Like, why, why are they friends? And is it, is it literally mm-hmm. just because they hang out in the woods? On one of their birthdays? Yeah, yeah. Did they even have like a, Once like a, a year. saying together? Or like a... They might... Did they no. have a saying? I don't know. No, not weird. that I'm like, aware of. Yeah, there was, there was really no character development with these people. Mm-mm. Yeah, because like, you're right. Like, once they got back together, I mean, the only thing that they, like, kind of did together was when they were in the garage. And one distracted them, and then the other two jumped out and did the salt circle. Right. Okay, that's just because you needed another person. Right. Like. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah they weren't. And then Billy know. Butcherson. Right. Yeah. That's his name, Bailey Butcherson. They barely mm-hmm. used him. I know, and he's such I mean, a great character. And yeah, he's a great character. And then the cat. I thought they were going to bring the cat back in some way. They just, Hocus um, Pocus 2 literally had none of the magic the first one had. Mm-mm. The only thing I saw, like, one thing is that the witch that approached them at the beginning... In the woods, she has on clothes that match the little girl, Danny, in the first movie, her clothes. So there's some type of connection, apparently. Oh, okay. But it's like, okay, so you're setting, and then with that ending clip of the cat jumping up and seeing that there was a second black flame candle, did you see that? No. Yeah, a little bit after the credits, there was another clip, and... It's showing that I guess they're setting it up for a third movie, so right. you know. But but like nothing well. in this second movie makes me want to see the third one. Like, I okay, know. Cool. Give me an Easter egg in, at the end credits because that's what movies do now because of Marvel movies. But mm. the movie was shit. Yeah. I don't care about. Yeah. The Easter egg. I haven't heard anything. I haven't really seen anybody being like loved it. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. me either. And feel- Becca grew up loving Hocus Pocus, and she was just like, she didn't have anything to say about it either. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep, I just keep thinking about kids growing up these days watching these shitty movies and shows. I feel sorry for them. I don't want to, I don't want to have any kids because this world, nah, it ain't for me, bro, <laughs> and it ain't for the kids. Like yeah. what? Uh, like. Even me, like now, I'm like, God, I have a cell phone, like a smartphone, and I would be more productive without it. Like, and that's how we used to live. And these kids don't have an idea of that. And it's sad. Yeah. Not to go off on a tangent, but no, but it's true. But like, 
I mean, you bring up a good point, and I've thought about this. It's like if you can create distance from your phone in this day and age, you'll be able to accomplish way more because most people can't. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's something that, you know, obviously everybody struggles with, even me, but like distance from your phone, not checking social media. And it's like, if you can do that, like, like Brody has, you know, you can Mm -hmm. get more done and he's been getting a lot done with his writing. So, um, so that, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, and not a lot of people are going to be able to do it, but you can do it. You just have to be like, okay, I'm not checking my phone until 5 p.m. And then I'm going to respond to everybody right. until 6, and then I'm done for the day or something like that. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah. But back to the movie. I mean, the movie itself was just like, there's no soul in, in these movies anymore, it seems. You know, and I've been watching yeah. a lot of the Star Wars stuff, and I can't, I just can't. Uh, I know uh, the new Andor, whatever, Andor show is, is out now on Disney Plus, and I can't even, I can't, I can't get started watch, watching that because I've been let down by Obi Wan, uh, mm. Boba Fett. It's just, it's just the storytelling just not that good. Yeah, I mean, I just like, I'm like, Disney, y'all got y'all got a lot of money. Y'all do good stuff. Like, why do you have to keep throwing things out every three months? Like, it's it's disappointing. You got, got more money than any studio, any studio in existence. Yeah. Disney has more money, and yet they make these subpar stories. You know. Yeah. And really, and really, really, what it is is. Uh, um, religious, uh, how do I put this? Religious commitment to a certain or to woke ideology. That's how I see it. A religious commitment to it, to where mm-hmm. whatever is woke is what we we deem true and valuable, and then that is how we we see the world, and that's how we express. The uh in a uh we express our writing because that's yeah. what I mean. You don't write you don't write things like that with like, um. You know, uh, championing, a woke woke ideas. And, and make great stories. Mm-hmm. It just it's just not happening. Yeah. You know, and then and then I don't even know if you know this, Jody, but like the writers' rooms in these Hollywood what writers rooms is based off of having certain percentages of people. It's not based off of who is actually the best writer. It's best off, or, you know, who, who is like, you know, best for the job or whatever. It's more about diversity. You've got to have a certain mm-hmm. amount of females to males. You've got to have a certain amount of LGBTQ plus to straight and it's like you're more focused on that than the story. And it's showing. And I'm not it's saying true. that like these people, these different 
these people from different walks of life and sexual orientation or whatever can't write. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. But when right. that's your number one metric for, for picking people for a story, yeah, what does that have to do with like writer's ability? It's no longer about who can do the job better no. anywhere. No. It's how do we please no. people who see things this way. And it's just a shame because like Disney could make great movies because they've got the most amount of money to throw at a project, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and now with the like, pe um, the real life people, all the like Disney princess movies, that's a big letdown now. It's just going downhill in my opinion. Yeah. So I was, I was talking to a client about this and I didn't realize that the little mermaid in the original story gives up her singing voice to mm -hmm. marry the prince. Did you remember that? Yeah. How are they going to do this? Yeah. How are they going to remake this movie without that? Because that's Sorry. totally like misogynistic and, you know, how dare a man force a woman to give up her talents or something like that. How are they going to... I don't know how they're going to do this. That's True. the most exciting thing about True. Little Mermaid. That's very true. Like I can't, I can't wait to see how they do it. it. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Pinocchio? No. I haven't either, but I feel like he's gonna be extra gay, like yeah, extra like flaming. Well, hot. I mean, everything is gay now. Right. Like every show's got to have um, a gay character. Yeah, Pinocchio's gonna be gay. He's gonna, cause he goes out and like rebels, like hardcore and drinking and stuff. He gonna be gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna make him gay for sure. Yeah, he'll be gay. But you for know sure. what? You Especially know after that animated movie they just made, that wasn't right. Disney, I don't think. But yeah, and I don't even yeah, know no. anybody who saw it. I don't even know where to see it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the trailer is dope. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> But isn't it funny though? Like you know, you have Disney, who is making all these moralistic judgment calls, right? Because when you write a story mm -hmm. and you write characters, you make jugs, you make judgments. You say this is good for a character because of this. This is bad for a character because of that. How can mm -hmm. Disney justify Pinocchio going against his parent, his father Geppetto? And living a life of gambling, smoking, drinking, I, I whatever else yeah. is on Pleasure Island. And how how can they justify yeah, that because that's not good? And that's a bad thing. They took out smoking. Like you can't smoke in Disney movies. Like Cruella. She didn't smoke like she usually does. Really? Yeah. And another thing is like movie shows in general, like as much as they got like so mad about straight people acting as gay people and then it was like this whole thing there's it's still happening Dahmer right Evan Peters is straight yeah but he real gay is Jeffrey Dahmer so <laughs> I mean yeah. he real gay yeah it's like choose your battles stupid 
no, it, it is funny to see Disney try to navigate themselves through this, uh, what they've created for themselves. Yeah. You know? I mean, they've done it. You know, they, they think that they're the, mm-hmm. uh, the high priestess of, uh, of, uh, morality and Wokeness. we determine what is, uh, what is right and wrong. And then, all right, well, we'll see how your stories come out. Yeah. You know, it's not looking good. No. But, and I haven't even, and we can end on this, but I haven't even watched the ring of power, but I've watched reviews of the ring of power and I've yet to find a good one. Mm-hmm. I thought I found a good one the other day where where they said the ring of power is a masterpiece and it was just a parody. The whole video was like just making oh, fun of the show but in a sarcastic way. I mean like and and everything well, they bring up is like I'm like, yeah, of course. That's that's horrible writing. Yeah. And it's like and then on top of that, Amazon paused reviews of the show. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Didn't didn't they remove the sh- the option? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, really, guys? Here's your sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You make a shit show, and you can't take the critical, uh, the critique. Interesting. Yeah. And then people will try to justify, but you know, it's a female lead and it's just like, I don't care. Yeah. It's not good writing. I mean, of course. If they're if you're like stuck in like a mindset and you can't see that it's just like bad, whatever, yeah, they're gonna argue it without an argument. Right. Um, kinda like and then I'll shut up. I mean Joe Biden's not all there. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, uh, end of story. Yeah. But they'll they'll argue that he there. Yeah. He ain't there. He there. It's true. So, but they but like won't I have said, an argument. Right. Right. There's no argument. It's a it's like a religious commitment to woke ideology. No matter what, this is what we yeah. believe. It is right. No matter what, because we, and it's like, hold on, you're the same people that make fun of religious people, but you're doing the same stuff. You can't be a Christian, but you can be anything else now. Right. Respect that. Yeah, respect that. But not, no, you can't be a Christian. Yeah, it's it's really silly. And I have to point that out to uh, the people I talk to out here in LA. And I'm like, you know, I've just given you five reasons why everything they told you about the shot was a lie. And now they've admitted it. It doesn't prevent it doesn't prevent uh the spread. It doesn't prevent you from giving it to someone else. It doesn't prevent you from getting it yourself. Uh can't No, 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 I can't. No, that's not true. Yeah. Oh, so 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 these facts don't matter to you. Right. You just want to believe this no matter what. Oh, okay. Got it. As as long as we're clear yeah. about it. As long as we're clear about it, right. we can we can keep talking and whatever. But like I thought that facts mattered to you. But if they don't, that's fine. That's fine. If you're just right. gung ho on this for 
you know, hey, this is my party. This is what they're telling me. I believe no matter what. Cool. Well, then let me do mm-hmm. my thing, too. Right. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like being wrong, but yeah. it's okay to be wrong. Like, it's okay yeah. to, like, you're human. Like, it's, 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 it shows, like, a lot of growth and maturity if you can be like, dang, like, that's crazy. I, I can't believe that, but, I mean, I believe it because there's proof. So, yeah, right. like, my bad. Right. I was wrong. Yeah. It's, it's not that hard to do. I mean, maybe go to therapy first, work on it, but you can do it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. We believe in you. That is that is yeah. a funny thing. I love you. I love you. Uh, we uh, we were talking about that. Courtney and I were talking about it the other day. It was like one of the strangest things is some people from an early age develop this like trigger, like this uh, knee jerk reaction to always, no matter what you say to them, mm-hmm. if they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know," and you're I like, hate that. Oh, really, really, you know? Because I just found this out yesterday. And my whole life, I right. thought it was the opposite. You've always known this? Yeah. Oh, uh, that? Yeah, this, this. Oh, well, tell me, tell me about it. What do you know about it? Oh, that's this, this, this. No, it's not. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's the opposite of that. Oh, really? Huh, okay. And then they just move on. Yeah. Okay. And in my head, I'm like, I've been... I've I've been actually yelling at myself for 24 hours for actually believing the opposite for 34 years. And you just yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, never, okay, that's what it is. I'm like, what kind of accountability do you have with yourself? Yeah, you know what sad. I mean? And it's like, that's, that's just a strange mindset to me because I'm so hard on myself. When I, when I realize that I'm wrong, I'm like, oh, man. Exactly. (sighs) Like I'll, I'll tell you something and it's not even like a big thing. It's just something like, um, yeah, I had, I ate at, um, Viva chicken yesterday. And, um, then I think about it later and I'm like, it wasn't yesterday. It was three days ago. I've got to tell Cody that I was wrong. Right. Like I'll lose sleep over stuff as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like it's a lot and I don't, you know, it's just, yeah. People, people, a people lot of people be- don't have a conscience, really. This, and, and, and most yeah. of their life is all about themselves. It's me, 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 me. It's, ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I told him it was yesterday. It's just, it's not going to affect anything. It's yeah. like, you know what? It might not. It might not. And it, it's not even yeah. that big of a deal. But, if that's how you're about everything, I don't know if that's healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and that's what that's what a lot of people I find as an adult still are like. It's like at no point in their life did they have some something that they held themselves accountable to. Because the parents didn't. Their parents didn't hold them accountable to anything. They let them do whatever they want. Oh, that's just, you know, like a, a particular cousin of ours um, mm-hmm. who could say whatever she wanted to adults at an early age. Mm. Yeah. Well, guess what type of person she is as an adult now? 
same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I just see that more and more the older I get. And and I always thought it was the opposite as a as a young kid. I was like, oh, when you get older, you become wiser. No. 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 Wisdom is something that you have to like. I was listening to a philosopher the other day, and he was like, wisdom is something you receive. You can't you can't do anything for it. You have to reflect on your life and, and your decisions. And that takes humility. Yeah. And then you have to receive, okay, maybe I should have done that. Okay. All right, from now on, I need to do this and blah, blah, blah. And that creates wisdom. You have to have humility. And a lot of people don't have humility to to even start reflecting and think and think they need to think about their life or to even, you know, assess anything. So it it's really interesting. I was talking to, uh, to John the other day, and I was like, you know, these people who are uh, in support of young kids getting gender reassignment surgery right mm-hmm. and i was like you know there's adults that are okay with a child who is not an adult right who can't drink is not of drinking age who can't sign up for the draft or can't sign up for the army can't be drafted right uh can't even get a job right. <laughs> like, can't even work and, Brain and hadn't are, been fully developed. Right, not even fully biologically developed. Well, science, biology doesn't really matter anyway, so we're trying to change biology. So, right. So Throw that out the window real quick. Yeah, they believe that, that these kids can, can have these surgeries, right, because they trust that those kids are making the right decision for themselves, even though everything we know about biology is their brain's not fully developed, right? Yeah. Um. And I was thinking, I was like, that's interesting because a lot of the people that are in support of these children doing it are the same ones that kind of are like, you know, I understood what I was doing at that age. You know, like I was, I was mature for that age. And I'm like, you know what? Thinking back to when I was 12, I'm a whole lot different than I was, than I was when I was 12. But you know what? Oh, yeah. I've, I've grown in wisdom i've actually humbled myself and reflected on my life and been like man i made some mistakes and i've got to change this if i want if i want a better life for myself or this that and the other a lot of people don't do that so of course they feel the same way they did when they were 12 because since you were 12 it's always been about you and you don't exactly yeah it's sad it really is because yeah. these people who didn't hold themselves accountable to some some uh, hierarchy of good and bad, right and wrong, you know, uh, are now influencing children and allowing them to to mess their lives up. Yeah, and their biology. That's sad. Now I'm all for, know, I'm all man. for if you want if you want to be an adult if you, when you're an adult and you want to do that go ahead. If right, like doctor for to, one. Good. No, if you if you can find a doctor that's willing to do it, you're an adult. That's all yeah. you do. Whatever you want. Well, I, I just know that like you and I both have spent so much time as adults, like especially in our twenties, working on ourselves and realizing that it's all up to us 
to work on ourselves and not anybody else. And like, it's super sad. And I know that, you know, what I'm talking about when I say, especially people where I live, where we grew up, yeah, yeah. that there's, it's that generational thing. Like they're, they're doing what their parents did and, and it's okay if that's what's going to make you happy. But there's so many people that are like, well, this is going to be my life because this was my parents and this was my grandparents. And it's never going to get any better because this was how I was born and what I was born into and raised. Right. And it's, it's really sad, but it's like, you can, yeah, like you can change things, but you have to do it yourself. And then when you're adult, do what the fuck you want to do but yeah i don't know yeah you gotta you've got to get that brain fully developed and go to therapy and stuff right yeah it, it seems like a lot of people that I, I do talk to about things like this um don't like being wrong back to what we were talking about you know they're just like, oh yeah i know yeah. i know that yeah i know that like it's okay not to know something. It's, right. it's even okay to be wrong about something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Courtney and she was like, you know what? She was like, I was a lot like that. But it was because when I was younger, you know, you're in school and you, and someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer, people make fun of you. And I was like, Heck yeah. that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. And, and it changes you if you allow it. It does. It really does because that's funny you say that because I was like thinking about that earlier in my head during one of what whatever we were talking about. But like, you know, they'd be like, have you seen such and such movie? Y you just say, yeah. Right. And then you try to go along with it. And like dad was bad about this. I'd yeah, be like, was. dad, you know, such and such. Yeah. And I'll be like, but do you, but do you like such and such? And he'll be like, nah, <laughs> that was when I was, that nah. was when I was like finally realizing like that Damn it's okay. Like, and then to call dad out and be like, it's okay that you don't know this. And that was like right. mid late twenties. And it's like, um, and then he'd kind of laugh it off and I'd be like, what the heck are you doing? Just say no and I'll explain it. Right. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's called communication and learning and all this stuff But people. Yeah. People still do that as adults. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's like, but, yeah, but it's an insecurity thing for sure. Too. For sure. For sure. For sure. And people just kind of get automatic in their, yeah, people are, people are on, uh, autopilot. Yeah. People are on autopilot. Sure. And that's what I realized what really helped me about psychedelic therapy was that stopped the autopilot. And I was like, oh, oh, I do this because of that and this and that. Yeah. Oh, that's why I always do it. And it's like now changing those habits that I've created over time, that's where the work is. But now I can see what's created the autopilot and a lot of people never get to see that they're even on autopilot or what that even means for themselves. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and like, but it's, you know, 
you can you can realize some of that stuff just from reflection and therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's harder to like get that feeling of like, oh, that's what it was. You know, it's more therapy. Right. Therapy is more of a logical approach to yourself. You know, an analytical. Yeah. Be like, okay, I do this. What in my past has allowed me to do that? Okay, cool. I know that in my mind that makes sense. But with the psychedelic therapy, it's you feel it. You're like, oh, that's that f- the feeling of that event started me on this trajectory. And it's like, right. I don't have to hold on to that feeling anymore. I forgot I even had that feeling about that event. But yeah. now that I've been reminded of it, I can let it go. Yeah, it's it's that you, you've got to be in control. And one of the, the thing, like the only thing I feel like that I will forever remember from my last therapist that will stick with me and has helped me so much and still something I've got, I have to work on like daily, but is literally, she's like, I'm over there crying, you know, like telling her what's going on in my life right now. And I'm like, I feel this and I feel this and he made me feel like that. And I just, and she's like, you're saying you feel or they made you feel a certain way. And it's, it's about everybody making you feel a certain way when you have control over that. You have control over how somebody makes you feel. And it was like a light bulb. Like instantly I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Like, I mean, people are still going to hurt my feelings or right. stress me out. And then like, I'm going to be like anxious and stuff. Like it's, it's going to happen. But like that just stuck out to me and I'm like, that was so simple. Right. But then I'd have to do the work. Right. Right. They yeah. help you like with that part. And then like you're doing with the psychedelic stuff and it's like you have to do things like that to actually like work on the tools. Like she gave me that tool to put in my toolbox and now I have to pull it out and work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now now you like, oh, okay, I've made that recognition that like when I feel like someone's making me feel something I have to remind myself I'm allowing it. And so what right. can I do and, now yeah. to prevent myself from allowing this? Do I need to go for a walk? Right. Do I need to meditate? Do I need to pray? Do I need to journal for a little bit? Yeah. Do I need to have a conversation with someone? Or I, you know, you can there are things yeah. that you can do that can help you do that work. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's very exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I didn't, I, I, I understand now, especially because I moved out to LA, right? And I, you know, I smoke weed every once in a while and do the psychedelic stuff and um, therapy. Um, and what I always thought was if you smoke or if you do any of that stuff, it makes you dumb. And mm. what I realized is, it's dumb people who get into <laughs> exactly. it at an early age. It's and the dumbest. The dumbest hot. people. A lot of dumb people get into it when they're young, and when you're young, you're dumb. Like there's no, there's no. Yeah. You, you cannot have the same uh, knowledge about the world at thirty that you'd have at fourteen. Like it's just, right. you know, 
And yeah. so I see a lot of people, and when I talk to them, I tell them about my psychedelic therapy, and they're like, oh, I already did psychedelics back in the day. I was a big partier. And I'm like, right. No. In a party setting with no <laughs> life experience just to get fucked up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about two different things. We literally are. And you're a different yeah. person now. Hopefully. Absolutely. You're in your 50s. You're not an 18-year-old going to concerts and taking Molly <laughs> or ecstasy. It's like well, one can only hope. One one can only hope. <laughs> that should be the uh, the intro to uh, when we do podcasts. One can only hope. <laughs> type of music. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a laugh track. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, this was fun, Jody. Yeah, it was. Time flew by. And a hocus pocus basically was cute if you don't think too into it. And you don't you dissect, then cute. Cute. That's all I got for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like most things are being made for people who don't think anyways. Right. It's true. I don't like to think a lot. Like I don't, I don't get, I don't get deep into it like you do. Like you'll get like awful, like philosophical. And I'm like, um, I'm the person who likes horror movies and comedies because I like to laugh and get scared. And you don't have to think to do either one of those. And <laughs> so it's great. And so when now when I see movies and I expect more out of it, I have to get, I have to like dumb myself back down and say, Jody. Um, it was enjoyable. It was a fun movie. Um, just take it at that because you're going to be disappointed the rest of your life with movies. So, um, yeah, go back down to when you didn't dissect things. Be dumb. Um, maybe take a hit of that cannabis vape that that's Courtney gave you. And um, just in, enjoy the ride. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's a good place to end. Movies are... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll be out in L.A. in, in two weeks, bro. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Can't wait. All right. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do this again uh, as soon as we can. Sounds good. Right. Let's do a horror movie next time. Okay. 